0: Today's episode is brought to you by Naked Nutrition. Naked Nutrition provides you with pure protein powders and supplements to help you meet your nutrition and fitness goals. Naked Nutrition is completely transparent about their ingredients, that way you know exactly what's going into your body. No additives means your body gets more of what it needs, and I suggest checking out the Chocolate Naked Whey Protein Powder. Right now you can get 10% off your first purchase at NakedNutrition.com by using the code POD. That's 10% off using the code POD for first-time customers. Take your nutrition to the next level with Naked Nutrition. Welcome to the Bro Country Podcast. My name is Joey, and I am joined by. Hey man, it's Chris over here. What's going on over there, Joey? Hey man, not much. Just trying to get through with all this uh, pandemic stuff, and our concert next week getting rescheduled. What about yourself, I don't know, man?
1: Well, uh, it's been a it's been a good Friday evening. Just kind of settling in, ready to talk some country
0: music. It's a it's a late night for us here, bud. It is a late night. I was having some technical difficulties with my internet, so we we got started a little bit late and. On top of that, I was doing some uh, Christmas shopping earlier, so... Uh, <laughs> nothing so nothing can stop us, though. <laughs> the spectrum will not hold us back, that's for sure. That's right. That is right. <laughs> but we've that's got a funny, fun one right? for you guys tonight. We're going to do an album roundup. We're going to cover uh, Lee Bryce's latest album, Garth Brooks' latest album, and Stapleton's latest album. We're not going to do a huge deep dive into them. We're just going to kind of give our overall thoughts on the albums and just list a few of our favorite songs from each one.
1: But Yeah, it's going to be fun, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely love talking about new albums out of Nashville, and whether we love them or hate them, it's always a good time. So That's right. Uh, but first, we must kick the episode off with our News Out of Nashville segment. But, you know, there, there really wasn't a whole lot going on this week. I mean, the Billboard end-of-year numbers came out, and the Spotify end-of-year numbers came out, so that was pretty cool. But Yeah, it is cool. Uh, but before we get into that, did you get a chance to catch the CMA Christmas episode? Uh, yeah, I watched I watched I watched it through, and then I've rewatched some of the some of the clips a, a few
1: times. I always I always seem to catch catch it every year. Um, it's always a, they always do a pretty good job with it, I think.
0: Yeah, it, it was funny because uh, Thomas Rhett posted some of the bloopers on his Instagram. Did you catch any of those? I did not. I did not get to see that. <laughs> it was funny because in the opening scene, you see where him and his wife were walking into the the house, which was obviously like a set, but um, and he handed her like the presents or whatever. Oh, really, did you, did you, I don't know if you saw that part, but no, I didn't. I didn't say it. Okay, yeah, they acted like they were having like friends over to exchange gifts or something cheesy, and uh, the bloopers, he was like handing her the boxes, and she just kept dropping them or something. It, it was pretty goofy, but you have to check that out. Yeah, what would what, would
1: you think of some of the performances?
0: I thought it was good. Uh, I liked Kelsey Ballerini's performance. That was really good. Um, uh, Florida Georgia Line, the the song is really goofy, but it was fun lit this year. <laughs> it is goofy, but it fits them well. <laughs> yeah, definitely a Florida Georgia Line song for sure. But I I will say I actually enjoy it. It's it's a fun goofy song. If you guys but, haven't heard uh, spe-
1: that. Speaking of F- FGO, we got we got some news about them today. Yeah, they're dropping a new album uh, February twelfth, right? Yeah, that's what uh, what is it called? Uh, Life rolls on. They've uh, they put they put out an EP earlier this summer. And then they've put out a couple singles. And I mean, they've just been released. They had a new song with Chase Rice uh, dropped today. They had a song with Russell Dickerson come out a couple weeks ago. So, like, they are just cranking music out. It's going to be interesting to see what's what's on the new album.
0: Yeah, they're definitely uh, cranking out some stuff. So, you know, Guilty Pleasure, Florida, Georgia Line. I don't love them. I don't hate them. (laughs) That's right. I was actually listening. I think after I saw on Twitter that the
1: new album was coming out, I, I. flip through a couple of their songs tonight and you're right it's a, it's definitely a guilty pleasure there's there are some there are some good songs way back
0: way back when and there's some bad stuff but there are some oh, really yeah. good songs definitely some bad ones but definitely some good bangers too so absolutely man um, something I a, a song that dropped uh, I think it was today actually Randall King did a cover of Run Run Rudolph did you listen to that I did I did it's, it was it's, good it's a, it's a good one kind of reminiscent of the Luke Bryan's version Yep, absolutely. Yeah,
1: Run, the, Run Run Rudolph is a, I mean that's a, it's a, that's a good upbeat Christmas song that a lot of country people have covered over the years. It's a, it's a, it's a strong one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But I think Luke's Luke's probably takes the takes the cake for my favorite version of that one. I I, I agree with you 100. percent I thought Randall did a good job, but Luke's Luke Bryan's is probably definitely my favorite co- uh, version <laughs> of it. So, but absolutely. yeah, uh, what the charts look like this past week, man. Yeah, so on radio, the number one song this past week was
1: "One Beer" by Hardy, Lauren Elena, and Devin Dawson. It's a uh, it's Hardy's first number one, and I think it's Lauren's third number one. And mm-hmm. uh, Gabby is just just dominating on the Hot Country Chart. She's been number one for like twenty weeks or something crazy. I mean, wow. um, she. I mean, the the version that's out now has got um, Charlie Puth on it, and they're playing it on. A lot of pop stations, so it's. I mean, it's just killing. I mean, I think it was number five on the on the Hot 100 this week. It's just dominating. Sure. And Luke is number one on the album chart for I think the thirty-fifth week for the for this album for Jeez. the for the for the newer album. I mean, it's you lose track. Yeah. <laughs> you lose yeah. track because he's been number one some so many weeks. But it's. I mean, it's crazy. It's hard man. to keep it's up with his stats. Crazy. It is. It's and you know we're getting ready to jump into the
0: Spotify and year-end stats, and it's just it's. Crazy to keep up with. Yeah, one one thing before we get into the big uh, Billboard and Spotify and the year stuff. So another thing that people are kind of upset about is this recent merch drop from Kane Brown. Yeah, man. It's. Well, I was. You told me about that earlier today, and I, I almost thought you were kidding. And I, I went to the website, and I was like, "Oh my god, is this is this for charity or something? Like, what's going on?"
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't. Maybe there's more to the to the story. I mean, kind of tell yeah. us tell us what you're talking about there, Joe.
0: Yeah. So I, I don't want to talk too much crap because I don't really know the whole backstory on the the merch line or the the reason behind it or the quality really. But um, Kane Brown recently dropped a clothing line, merch line. It all it. It simply just says family on the the hoodies, the T-shirts, the trucker hats. It just says family. And the trucker hats are going for $75. The T-shirts are $85. And the hoodies are going for $175. And I'm telling you, it's just a plain <laughs> black hoodie with, like, white block font that says family. Yeah. Now, yeah. I don't know. Again, I don't know if this was for charity or if... I don't know what it was for, but that is just crazy. Especially when you yeah, got guys like crazy. Luke Combs that are charging like what twenty five bucks a t shirt. Or you yeah, know, I mean the t- his Twitter and his Facebook page today, since since it came out today,
1: have I mean it's just like his Facebook page is just thousands of comments about this, just thousands oh, yeah. and thousands of comments. And I will say on his defense, I went and looked at his regular merchandise, and it's really reasonable. Like yeah, so. I, I, I don't know the. That. I really don't know the story behind this. I'm sure we'll figure it out. I'm sure that his team is probably freaking out right now because of the backlash online. But there's got to be a. There's got to be more. More to this story. I mean, that,
0: that's what I was thinking because I, I kind of went into it with a negative mindset, like, "Oh my god, that's ridiculous." And then I'm thinking, and I'm like, "There's got to be something to this because, like you, I, I found his regular merch line. I'm like, "Oh, that's not bad. What, what's going on with this? Is this like a special collab that he did or what?" So yeah. Let's not cancel but even Kane if it Brown is just yet. 175 for for a, a hoodie—that's <laughs> rough. That's like Yeezy prices, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Call Kanye. That's funny, man. But yeah, so I I was like, what the hell is up with this? But anyway, I had to bring that up because I thought that was an interesting fact. Again, don't go cancel culture Kane Brown over his 175 hoodies. If anything, do it over his pop music. But right. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> totally kidding. But uh. Oh my gosh. Anyways, uh, Chris, you've got some Billboard into the end of the year numbers for us. Why don't you go through that? Yeah, so the I mean,
1: the I guess the the Billboard actually runs from December to to December. So the at the at the end of November, the the year end tallies get totaled up, and the charts came out a couple days ago. The number one country artist is Luke for the second straight year. Um, I looked through, and I think the last time that somebody was the number one country artist back-to-back years was Taylor Swift in 2010 and 2011. So it's been almost a decade since somebody went back-to-back. Luke's got the number one album in in America for the year, and he's got the number two album. Um, He had the number one album in 2018 and 2019, so Luke has had the number one country album for three straight years, which no one's done that since Garth. That's Um, impressive. Yeah, it's really impressive. The number one song at radio was Chasing You by Morgan, and he had the number one song last year at radio with whiskey glasses. So he's 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 really tearing radio up right now. On um, Luke's heels. That's right, yeah. He's and like we've said, next year is gonna be Morgan's year. So Luke's Luke's yeah. gonna have to Luke's gonna have to up the game to to stay up there with Morgan next year, I think. I agree with you. Yeah, let's see here. And well and Luke's album was the number ten album. All genre for the year, up there with you know like Taylor Swift and The Weeknd and Harry Styles and Post Malone and just like the biggest pop stars in the world, um, and he was the number thirteen artist on Billboard, which takes in streaming sales, albums, you know, country. For the last couple of years, country artists have not had not been nearly that high because traditionally country does not get the streams that you know R and B and hip hop and pop gets. But you know Luke and Morgan and and Kane and Dan and Shea, they've, they've, they've definitely upped the game the last couple of years. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Luke is just – I mean, these these last three years, Luke literally went from somebody that was playing in bars to almost overnight being the biggest star in country music. It's just – I mean, I know we talk about it all the time, but it's totally insane to have watched what's happened with him the last couple of years. Yeah. And these numbers,
0: you know, prove that. Yeah, most definitely, man. And I, I even – Artists like you mentioned Dan and Shay, Kane Brown, and, and I mean they do a lot of like cross collabs with pop artists too, and I think that really helps them get those streams up because, like you mentioned, um, country artists usually don't see the type of streams that these guys are seeing, and it it just opens up their music to such a broad audience with the country music community, the pop community, and those in between, you know.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and even somebody like Morgan, I mean, you know, he oh, really yeah. took off when he when when Heartless came out. You know, back back, you know, six months, eight months ago, which was a pop collaboration. You know, I mean it's yeah. I mean it's smart because it gets you on playlists on Spotify and Apple that are not necessarily country, so you're gonna you're gonna reach people that normally wouldn't listen to your music. But Luke literally has zero collaborations outside of country. I mean yeah. Eric and Eric Church and Brooks, Brooks and Dunn, Dunn are pretty
0: much the only collaborations that Luke has. Yeah, and you know what's crazy, man, is in the the bootleggers Facebook group, Luke Combs fan club. If you, for those of you that don't know, I, you know, they made a thread in there for everyone to screenshot their Spotify end of year results or whatever. Yeah, and I saw so many people posting screenshots of their top songs for the year and their top artists, and so many people had like all hip hop and like rap artists, and then Luke in their list. Yeah, it was I not a, it was yeah, not uncommon crazy. to see that, and I was like, "That's so cool that his music just reaches such a diverse group of people," and like even like with the same thing with songs, you'd see like pop, rock, hip hop songs, and you'd see a Luke Combs song in their top five. Yep, and I'm like, "That's so absolutely. cool to see that." But um,
1: absolutely, yeah. yeah. Speak, speaking of Spotify, what did Luke? He posted that he had
0: 1.2 billion streams last year. Is that is that what he posted? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely freaking insane <laughs>
1: yeah that is absolutely crazy man morgan had quite a few too right yeah i think morgan was almost 900 900 million so he was second out of the country artist for streams so uh next year is going to be i think his his year for streams also oh yeah especially with that double album that's about to drop yeah it's going to be it's going to be wild man speaking to spotify what were your top artists and songs
0: my top artists uh, in order, number one, of course, Luke Combs, this, this, this list probably won't come as a surprise to those of you that listen to the show often, but uh, number one was Luke Combs, two, Morgan Wallen, three, Eric Church, four, Luke Bryan, and five was Drew Parker. <laughs> what were your top five artists?
1: My my top five artists were Luke Luke Combs. Number two was Amanda Shires, just because I listened to Without You so many times. So okay. you can kinda of take her out because I I mean that was the only song probably of hers that I listened to. So Morgan Morgan was second for me, just like you. Eric Church was, was number was next
0: for me, and Drew and then Drew Parker were my top Are you five. Kidding me? So we essentially had the same top five. I- Which makes sense, because again, for those of you that listen to the show, you know we have very similar tastes, so that's that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I I think I (laughs) Spotify tells me that I listened to Luke eleven. What was it? Like eleven thousand minutes last year or something? Just
0: ridiculous. I'm ashamed of it. I'm (laughs) triple the amount I had. I had like four thousand seven hundred or four thousand six hundred something minutes. I just get to listen to music at work, Joey. I'm I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I get to listen to music all day long. I wish, man. That would be nice. I, know. I might have Absolutely. had you beat then if I could do that. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Would've. Wasn't there someone with like 195, like 190,000 minutes or something yeah, what was, was that? <laughs> there's well, there's all kinds of people
1: on bootleggers from Australia. So Luke, I, I mean Luke's gone over there and and done many tours almost every year, and um, like Britain and Ireland. So, I mean, he's he's really built up an international fan base. And there were a couple of people from Australia that had literally like four or five hundred hours of listening to Luke. Wow. Um, so, that's,
0: that's pretty impressive. That is awesome. And is. speaking of Australia, I do want to give a shout-out to our international listeners because I know we've got some listeners in Canada, the UK, Germany, Ireland, uh, Australia, Spain, Mexico... We've had listeners in Russia, Switzerland, Sweden. Um, if we did not mention your country, I'm so sorry, but thank you guys so much for listening in. We appreciate that. Oh, that's and, awesome, uh, man. Yeah, that came back with our uh, end-of-year numbers, too. I thought that was pretty cool how many countries we reached and everything, so that was sweet.
1: Yeah, country music is, is definitely not just uh, southern
0: uh, Southern America right now. I mean, it's definitely reaching all over the world. Yeah, most definitely, man, and... Uh, but to get back to the our our Spotify list individually, uh, what were your top five songs for the year? My top
1: five songs were "Forever After All," which is not surprising uh, <laughs> considering how many times I listened to it in that one week. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and uh, "Without You," and nice. "Does to Me," and "While You're Gone" by Drew. Nice. And uh,
0: "Knocking Boots" by Luke Bryan. There you go. Our our songs are a little bit different, so that's cool. What do you got there, Joey? Uh, My number one for the year was More Than My Hometown by Morgan Wallen. Uh, Number two, big shout out to this up-and-coming independent artist, Come On by Dan Alley. That's your guy. Yeah, man. And uh, number three was Forever After All by Luke Combs. I, I was surprised by this one, but my number four was Whiskey Glasses by Morgan Wallen. And number five was This Bar by Morgan Wallen. So three out of my five were Morgan songs. There you go. So uh, yeah, which is whiskey glasses. I mean, I I guess I do listen to that quite a bit, but I feel like I listened <laughs> to it a, a heck of a lot more last year. Yeah, you probably did, but
1: it's <laughs> hard. I, I it's was hard to tell because we were <laughs> before the before the pandemic hit. I mean, last December, January, February feels like such a long time ago. But Lord oh, knows man. what we were even listening
0: to back back then. Yeah. Oh man, we were we were probably prepping to go to our next concert. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Which we did mention a little bit ago uh, tonight that our uh, the acoustic jam that we were scheduled to go to uh, next Tuesday, December eighth, uh, was canceled and re- not canceled. It was rescheduled for January fifteenth. If I'm yeah. remembering that correctly.
1: Yeah, we're just going to keep our fingers crossed and and hope that
0: they keep that date. But it's yeah. it's hard. It's, it's hard just telling. hard
1: to get excited for anything right now.
0: Yeah, I was so stoked, and it was crazy because it was like a week and a half before the show, and it gets rescheduled. I was like, oh man. Uh, <laughs> But we'll keep the faith, and hopefully it'll happen. If not, uh, we'll have the tickets for when it does. So that's right. But, but yeah, you ready to get into this album roundup, my man? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm trying to think if there anything else happened in
1: Nashville this. Oh, did you see? Um, uh, you do you remember the Wreckers with Michelle Branch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they announced yesterday that they're that they're getting back together. They 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 had like one or two huge hits about ten or eleven years ago, and then just broke up out of nowhere. And wow. like a decade later, they announced yesterday that they're that they're getting back together, and they've already recorded an album. So um, I didn't even I was, hear about that. I was listening to um. I mean, they they had one number one single. Leave the, the pieces. pieces. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. it's an awesome song. Yeah, that's hey, that's good news. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Especially so. the fact that they've got an album already ready to drop. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: it's uh, gosh, you, I heard just of never. Him. I know they just dis. I mean, they literally just had a had like one or two huge hits and then just disappeared off the face of the earth for 10 years and now they're that's the that's the kind of strange stuff that 2020 is bringing us.
0: I was going to say that's a typical move for nothing surprises me anymore. Nothing. That's right. That like, nothing right. in life I I can't be shocked anymore like That's right, man. <laughs> no surprise factor. I'm, I'm emotionless <laughs> when it comes to that now. But oh my I,
1: gosh, that's funny, man.
0: But yeah, I think that's about it out on Nashville this week. Yeah, not a whole lot, uh, except those end-of-year numbers were pretty cool to, yep. to see. And it, it's always kind of like a reality check when you get your own numbers at the end of the year, because you're like, oh, man, I guess I did listen to more than my hometown on repeat pretty much all year or since it came out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I need to diversify my music a little bit. <laughs> That's funny, man. But Anyway, uh, let, let's get into this album roundup, man. Let's kick let's it off it. Uh, with Lee Bryce's Hey World. What do you think of the album? Well, I I, I remember probably two albums ago. I was
1: looking through I was looking through Spotify on on, on Lee Spotify and two albums ago for him I wore that thing out. I mean it I, I drive your truck and I'm oh, really? hard to love and I mean he had a couple just all-timers there probably about 5 or 6 years ago. And then he kind of disappeared for a little bit, not not from country but just kind of from my peripheral. And yeah. then earlier uh, probably last year when rumor came out, I was like Man, I love that song, that is that is such a killer song. And then when the duet with Carly came out earlier this year, it was awesome. So it really plugged me back into him. So I was definitely excited for this for this album. I mean, it's I, I need to keep listening to it so I can kinda, you know, just, there's, a lot of times you'll listen to a record and immediately you know two or three songs that you love. And yeah. then sometimes it might take you, you know, a couple months to listen to something for something to really, you know, dig into you and, and for you to love it. Um, so I'm definitely gonna keep listening to this one, but I, but right offhand, I mean, I like it. It's a really solid, really really solid album. Um, I'm probably gonna be a little a little uh, boring on on my favorite songs here, but I mean, the duet with Carly, I hope you're happy now, is my favorite song on the record. It, it's probably one of one of my favorite country duets that's came out in the last you know five or ten years. I've always loved you know just the classic male female country duet. So I'm always gonna be a sucker sucker for those. Um, I really like the last track and the title track hey world um, it's kind of uh, it's I think it's gonna be one of those songs that that I look back on this year and and it's gonna it's kind of an anthem for 2020 because he's kind of yeah. saying like hey world leave, leave me alone and just let me be okay for a while which is yes. exactly how I feel right now yeah so that one's definitely sticking sticking out to me What what about you Joey
0: yeah, I, I agree with you on pretty much everything you said, man. And I will have to say that "I hope you're happy now" is my favorite song off the album as well. Uh, go figure, right? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's, <laughs> it's so a, good it's, though. Yeah, it's just an awesome song. And it doesn't it, it probably influences us that Luke Combs co wrote it, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, I mean, but uh, <laughs> no, it is it's pretty cool because that was uh, uh really cool to. For Luke, I mean, as a writer, because you know, you got to remember he he's also a really talented writer, other than just a, a singer, you know.
1: Yeah, but okay, yeah, it's his uh, first first number one co-write that he didn't that he didn't sing, so that'll yeah. that'll be a, a good memory for him. And it's like you
0: said, it's an awesome song. Yeah, absolutely. Another one I liked off the album, and it, it it's kind of whatever some people might think, but the the song "More Beer." Oh, I had that one written down, kind of as an honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun one. It, it's it a, is good, a fun one. Uh, party hype song. I really like that. Yeah, um, and I like Country Knows pretty well too. That's a, yeah, that's that's a good one too. I think more beer. Um,
1: it's probably going to be the next single. I would I would think because he'll. I mean, well, a couple years ago he had a couple really like kind of slower, kind of really serious songs and then he came out with uh, drinking class and parking lot party and he's got a couple he's got a couple hits that are you know kind of just fun party anthems so I definitely
0: see more beer being being a single in the next you know six months probably yeah it's definitely one of those type of songs too yeah absolutely, I, I, it'll man. do well for him
1: oh yeah uh, yeah absolutely he's a, he's on a freaking killer roll right now I mean yeah. One
0: one of them girls is, I
1: think it was like the second or third number one song at radio this past year, Jeez. and uh, the new single "Memory I Don't Mess With," I, I had it written down as my third favorite, um, just because mm-hmm. I like the kind of the you know the the meaning of, of um, just looking back on something in your past and just not wanting to lose that memory. I just you know just the just the thought of that is is uh, is cool. So I had yeah. that written down as my third third favorite.
0: Yeah, I had uh, "Good Old Boys" as an honorable mention. I thought that was a fun song too. That is, a, yeah, that is a good one. I mean, it's. I mean, yeah, it, was, it was a solid a, project. It, for yeah, the, it's a really solid project. Yeah, it really was, and he, and he typically doesn't disappoint. Period. Anyway, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I overall this album, I, I, rating it out of like a ten, I'd probably give it like a strong six point five. Yep, that's where I had it, like six and a half, seven, something yeah, like that. Yeah, six and yeah. a half. It's a good album. If you guys haven't checked it out, uh, go stream it, go buy it. Hey, World by Lee Bryce. It's a great album. He's kind of like a, Lee's kind of like half. He's kind of straddled
1: the like bro country, bro country a little bit, and then like a little bit like nine. I mean, he's he's similar to Luke in that way of like being able to. To have the the broke country-ish songs, but also the really kind of serious songs too, and yeah. uh, I mean that's it's kept him around for a long time because he's his
0: music is different. It's not exactly. all the same. I agree with you. Yep. It's just very diverse, and the and yep. the fact that he can hit that mainstream audience as well as have those really serious songs too. Yep, I agree, man. But yeah, solid album overall. I liked it. Yep, I agree. But, but what, moving what along, we got, next? we got the big one. Chris Stapleton starting oh, over. Man. I know that's your guy. Yeah, so this, what, is the, your I mean, this is the. I mean, this is obviously us. the one that
1: I've listened the most uh, to in the last in the last month of of, of these albums. Um, I mean, Stapleton's one of those Sta- Stapleton's albums are one of the one of those things that like if you would listen to Traveler and you would listen to From a Room Part One, Part Two, and if you would listen to Starting Over, like. He doesn't chase, he does not chase trends. He does not change yeah. his music based on what's going on in Nashville. Like uh, any of these albums could have came out at any time, probably in the <laughs> yeah. 60s, 70s all the way to today. It has a very they have a very kind of like uh, timeless feel to them. Um this one's got what, probably 13 or 14 songs. I mean, yeah. I I don't think there's a bad track on the on the album, but the ones that stand out to me um Maggie's song, the, mm-hmm. the song about uh, about their dog, uh, almost every time that that that, it, uh, that we play it, uh, Lindsay gets emotional and, and I almost cry because we got two dogs and one yeah. of them is is a is a fuzzy little black dog which is kind of what he describes in the song, yeah. and so I think every dog lover is probably like uh, wrecked by
0: that song. So yeah. that's that's definitely one of one of my favorites. Uh, what what about you, Joe? One of my favorites off the album was "When I'm With You." I oh, thought that yeah. was a really, really good song. Yeah, it's a really good one. You know, and and Stapleton's just, like you said, it's just time. His voice is very timeless. It, it, you could picture his music coming out decades ago and even today, and he, he is just so talented with his vocal range because he can do those really soft kind of love ballads, you know? Yep. And then he can really get those powerful vocal cords going on those heavy-hitting tracks that he's got, and... It, He's just, I, you know, I, I don't love Stapleton as much as you do. I don't love his music as much as you do, but I do respect him and the fact that he is very talented. And, um, you know, I've listened to the album a couple times through, and def- he never disappoints, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, you could easily hear Stapleton with Johnny Cash and George Jones. I mean, he would have mm-hmm. fit right in with those guys. Um, but he also fits in really well with today's music, Um you know what was it the first or second episode that we did? We talked about our favorite artist. I think that was probably our f- the first episode that we did, and yeah. um, I didn't I didn't include Stapleton because I I don't really think of Stapleton as like a mainstream like radio artist. He's kind of just like his own thing. <laughs> it's where like yeah. I don't know. I just have this like uh he's just different from everybody else really that is recording if. Um, I mean he's definitely in my top, you know, four or five um artists that are that are currently making music. Um yeah. the other two uh tracks that I had uh mentioned as my favorite tracks is uh You Should Probably Leave. It's probably Bobby. the most poppy song that he's that he's recorded. He wrote it with a couple of the um, couple guys that write, you know, half the stuff out of out of Nashville, um Ashley Gorley um and it's probably gonna be uh, the next radio single, I would think, just because it has that radio feel to it, it's actually the first solo Stapleton song that I ever heard. There was a little clip of it from years ago, and uh, people, have, like his his hardcore fans, have waited for a long time for it to come out. So I was mm-hmm. super excited to to hear it come out. But my favorite track from the album is um, the last track on the album, Nash- Nashville, Tennessee. It's my yeah. it's my favorite track from the album.
0: I've got that in my top three. Also, I've got uh, when I'm with you, obviously number one. Like I mentioned, starting over at number two, and Nashville, Tennessee at number three. Yeah, yeah. Honorable mention: so. Joy of My Life. Oh, that's
1: <laughs> oh, that's such a that is such a good song. That Beautiful such song. A, yeah. Any any time that you can hear his wife singing background vocals with him, it's such a it's such a cool thing because they they have a very unique. Uh, Relationship when it comes to comes to music. I mean, she helps him write a lot, and she's his main backup vocalist, and she sings on all of his songs. So those love songs were were he sing where he's singing to her. They're very uh, definitely very authentic. I think very much so,
0: absolutely. Yeah. But That's Stapleton's cool. album rating wise, I'm gonna give it a solid eight out of ten. Yeah, I would I, I would agree with you. I mean, it's. For somebody like Stapleton that
1: had such an impact with Traveler, I, you know, have, he's probably never going to be able to match that, you know. Um, yeah. So it's so it's it's going to be hard for him to ever have a, a a ten out of ten again because I mean he had the number one album of the of the twenty tens and you know he was a superstar overnight and it's still yeah. in the you know it's it, Traveler has been in the top ten on the year end Billboard charts for five straight years. Gosh. So I mean it's I mean it was number 7 this year. It just it's stuck around forever. It's it's a timeless album. So um mm-hmm. you know when you have that kind of success right out of the gate, it's you know it's hard to follow it up,
0: but I think he's done a, I think he's done about as well of a job as you can possibly do. Yeah. I mean on the iTunes country charts it's sitting at number 5 right now. What Traveler is? Yeah, Traveler Gosh, still. That's crazy, man. Yeah. And you see it up in the top 10 often. Yeah, and you on, just think on iTunes yourself
1: who in the world that would have wanted to buy Traveler has not already bought it by now? Because it's been <laughs> out so long. Like, but that just shows people are still discovering music. You know, years mm-hmm. and years and years after it came out.
0: And I, I, almost think that I would have given Starting Over a ten out of ten if it wasn't for Traveler just setting the bar so high.
1: Yeah, I agree. Man. You know,
0: because that that is a ten out of ten album, one hundred percent, and the absolutely. numbers prove
1: it. Yeah, absolutely. And, it, and yeah, but
0: I'm I'm there with you. I'm probably probably eight out of ten. 8 out of 10, yeah. And like you mentioned, it's so cool to see people still discovering Stapleton and still wanting to spend their money on that album and just seeing it up there. That's impressive. Yeah, it's just like,
1: I think you texted me probably a month ago, and uh, Chief from Eric was in the top five. You know, that's a, that's another album that, you know, it's been, what, that was probably eight years ago now. Yeah. And uh, people are still, you know, still discovering music like that. I mean, it's that when, when, me an, when an album sure. is that a, that good,
0: people are always going to love it. Yeah, absolutely. That that made me happy seeing Chief back up there again. <laughs> that's right, man. that's right. But yeah, you got anything else on uh, starting over? Um, just just the you know, uh, Nashville, Tennessee is a it's a it's a song oh, yeah. that yeah.
1: are, is he talking? He's he's talking about um, falling in love with Nashville Tennessee and then falling out of love with it and kind of being done with it but you know a lot of, i've read articles where he says he's not talking about the mainstream country music industry mm-hmm. that he it's a it's vague he's not going to he's not going to say exactly what he's talking about it could be he could be talking about a girl from Nashville Tennessee like it's very you could interpret it in you know five or six different ways but the first mm-hmm. time first couple times i heard it i was like this dude Shots is fired. yeah he is he is he is tired of dealing with the corporate side of nashville
0: <laughs> like yep. but but maybe that's not what it's about but it's just a it's a beautiful song and a very honest song yeah and that's a hundred percent the way i was going with my thought about it too was just that you know he loved that loved nashville and then fell out of love with just the industry and everything so yeah um, and that it, wouldn't shock me. I mean, no, you know, somebody I mean, like Stapleton, he does, he yeah. does not play the play the games that most people play in no, Nashville. Not at all. And and it, it wouldn't surprise me if he's just trying to be low key about it, you know, and yeah, uh, just kind of be passive about it, so to speak. Because that's agree, definitely man. the vibe you get when you listen to that song. <laughs> yep, I agree. Especially with how traditional he is, and uh, just like we've mentioned time and time again tonight, just how timeless his voice is, and. Uh, not really fitting the mold of your everyday uh, radio country star, you know. Yep, I agree. Like your Dan and Shays and Kane Browns, Russell Dickerson's, you know, and no offense to them, but it's just a totally different sound and style with yep. Stapleton. Yep, totally different. Man. Uh, just true to your, as true to your roots as it can get. That's right. But, yeah, definitely a solid album. 8 out of 10. Go check it out. Moving on, the heavy hitter, the heaviest hitter in country music, That's Garth right, Brooks man. finally <laughs> dropped fun, the album Fun. Oh man. I and, think I and, have
1: I think I have more fun just like <laughs> watching what Garth does than even like listening <laughs> to the music. Like it just <laughs> yeah. Garth has just turned into like a re, kind of like a reality show. <laughs> he is like, a character for sure. He is a
0: character, man. Oh my gosh, is he a character? Oh man, it's it's crazy and it was something that I thought was so funny was like, you you sent me a screenshot of the album cover or something. You're yeah. like, look at how much makeup they got on this guy. I know. <laughs> because oh, man. we had watched like one of his live streams on uh, Facebook the, a day or so prior to that and. I did like a, or maybe I sent it to you. I can't even remember, but it, we were just talking like, man, they got him all dolled up, don't they? <laughs> they do. They, <laughs> they do. They do. They do. Oh man, it's funny. We always um, love New Garth though. It doesn't matter if it if it's the '90s or the the '2020s. We we love New Garth. So um, yeah, ab-
1: absolutely, man. And there's and there's and there's good stuff on this album. I mean, is. It's not a perfect it, album, it, but there is some good stuff on it.
0: Yeah, a few of the tracks took me back to the '90s. It felt like. I don't know if you felt like that, but it just like. The instrumentation and obviously it's Garth Brooks, so maybe that just puts me in that mindset already. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it, it was a it was a pretty solid album for Garth, and um, I mean we would heard a lot of those songs before the album actually dropped because I mean he's been teasing this thing for what two years over two years now. Yep. Um, but yeah, my my favorite off of it though is uh, Stronger Than Me, and he and he played that at the CMAs a couple years ago.
1: Was that was that the one that he did kind of just acoustically and kind of just sang it right to Trisha, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, that was yeah. it for sure and uh so yeah, when he he played it that night and I was like this is a pretty good song. And then he released it, you know, earlier than the album drop, but um yeah, it's it's probably my favorite off the album.
1: Yeah, I had it at number 2. It's a it's a it's a great song. Love it.
0: Yeah, what did you what do you have at number 1? Uh number 1 I have Where the Cross Don't Burn with uh, Charlie Pryde. Man, that is a solid song. I've I've got that at number three. My it's in my top three. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's definitely
1: um, definitely Garth, a Garth move. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those Garth Garth make you think um, songs that he's had through throughout his career. I mean, and mm-hmm. especially in 2020 with what our country has gone through. You know, this yeah. song is talking about you know a, a little a little white boy. And his his love for an, for a black man and they were they were best friends and yes. just kind of that relationship between two people that did not care whether they were white or black
0: um, yes very just, very powerful words and a story of the little boy befriending the the African-American man yep. and just how they built that bond and friendship and uh, you know I think he said something along the lines of my friend across the tracks and basically just showing that they're separated by communities, but that can't hold them back from being friends and really caring about each other and you know, looking past what, what the color of someone's skin is to be a friend and care for somebody.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Man. It's, it's very powerful.
0: And it was a typical Garth move because he likes to, and it's sad that it, that's considered maybe pushing the boundaries in 2020. It's sad that you have to feel that way, but he, he likes to push the envelope when it comes to like political things and um, things that people may not agree on. And I think it's cool that he, you know, wrote a song about that. And um, it, it's true, you know, it, we, we shouldn't care about the color of each other's skin. And I think that song is very powerful.
1: Yeah, and for him to have Charlie Pride featured
0: on it is, that's
1: just, it's legendary. Huge. Yeah, it's, it's legendary. Yeah,
0: and I actually had to listen to it like two or three times the first time I heard it. Because the first time I heard it, I was like, oh man, what is he doing here? Yeah. Yeah. And I listen to it again I'm like this is pretty good I'm like this is a good storytelling uh, good meaning behind the song you know yeah absolutely what who, what what was the the third song you had had on there Joe I had I can be me with you on my in my top three what, what'd you think of that one yeah just a fun one it, it, total Garth song you know it, yeah. it, it was really I hate to say it, but it was really hard for me to pick a solid top three just because I, I I'll be honest. I didn't love this album by Garth. I yeah. don't know how you felt. I didn't love it. I yeah, didn't I,
1: hate well, it. I would I would I would agree. Those the first two, which again, you and I have uh, the same two songs. They're flip flopped, <laughs> but we have the same two songs. Oh, you had that the one top too. Two songs. Well, no, we had, but we had where the where the cross don't oh, burn and stronger than me and stronger me. than me. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say that no. You know. Actually, as my third song, I had um the road I'm on or road that's, on the that's a good the, one the, the the lead he bro- he wrote that one with uh, Randall King so that kind of i guess that kind of explains why he's why garth's been on the randall king train for the last
0: (laughs) for the last little bit oh my gosh man yeah opening the opening act at the uh garth brooks drive-in tour (laughs) it's funny man
1: and there's nothing i mean it's just a fun one there's nothing it's not a it's not a song that'll probably stick with me for very long um you know, to, I mean, to be to be honest with you, the 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 only song that's gonna stick with me for very long is the is where the cross don't burn with Charlie Pride. I mean, yeah, I'll remember that one. Um, and you know, there's I don't think there's anything awful on this CD. It's just it's you know it's just not gonna stick with me. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think uh, I can be me with you. Might stick with me a little bit, um, just because it's basically how he's just singing his love to this woman and. How he can be anything you want him to, Prince and it's just a fun love song, you know, and how he's singing he can be anything with her and he can be himself with her. So um, I don't know, kind of relatable in a way, you know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. What what I don't think we've talked about it. What what did you think of um, the first few singles? I mean, what what did you think of Dive Bar and All Day Long?
0: Uh, dive bar. I, I'll be honest. I threw it in as my honorable mention, and only because it's a fun one. It's real cheesy. It's really corny. <laughs> it's there's not much. I don't think there was much thought and depth to it. Uh, but seeing Garth and Blake do a do a song together is always cool. Well, I, I guess it's probably the first time they've ever done it, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're both from Oklahoma. I think I think they've
1: they've always bantered back and back and forth, and they have a pretty good relationship. So um, yeah, so I thought of that was kind iconic.
0: Yeah, it's pre- it's pretty cool. And it, it was fun, and uh, I liked it. I, I'm not afraid to admit I like the song. I don't I don't I, I don't play it on repeat or anything, but it's a good yeah. one. So, um, um, so what would you what would you what would you give the album overall? There, Joey, what do you think? Oh man, this might be a little disrespectful. <laughs> Because I do love Garth, I'm gonna give it. I'll, let's let's go six out of ten. Okay, I think you gave it a, a Garth bonus there. <laughs> yeah, I think I did. If, if I was being truly, blatantly honest, I'm probably gonna go like a four out of ten. Yeah, that's that, that's what I wrote. Now was four. Yeah, 4 probably out about 10. a four out of ten. Yeah. Now with my Garth fandom, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my six out of ten. That's right. But if I was that's completely a hundred percent unbiased, I'm gonna give it a four. <laughs> Well it was probably the worst of the three definitely definitely the worst out of these three albums that we talked about today yeah yeah i i, I agree there
1: I mean you know we're go- we've talked about Garth once you know in in depth, and now we're talking about the new album. I'm sure that we've we're we're obviously gonna delve more into in in into Garth in the future. We definitely need to talk about just kind of this whole like comeback of Garth, I think that's probably a whole episode that we can talk about, yeah um
0: it's 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 been unique to say the least. Yeah. Well, I mean, from the beginning to Chris Gaines to retiring to coming back and just still being a phenom is just crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and puts, you know when
1: you're when you are as legendary as Garth and have done what Garth has done, you know it's hard to keep topping yourself or you know it's hard to keep it's hard to keep making stuff that people are gonna love at that level. I mean, yeah. so. You know, at, at this point in Garth, Garth's career in life, I mean, he's he's making music because he loves to make music. So, I mean, that's, yep. you know,
0: I hope he keeps making it. I mean. Yeah, me too. And there's some definitely some hidden gems in these newer albums, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. There's always something good with Garth, and, you know, I hope we get his music as long as we can. That's right.
1: So, And I hope we get like, Garth live shows really soon.
0: I was going to say, Garth live shows, now that that's an experience. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If you don't love the new albums, just go to a Garth concert and you'll get all the oldies. That's With right. With a man. little sprinkle of the new stuff. That's right. Which is crazy that he's still so high energy and crazy, you know, at his shows. I mean, golly. That's right. But yeah, man. Any, any final thoughts on the fun album?
1: Um. N- no. Well,
0: I think we'll. Uh, I think we can leave it there. Let's leave it there. Oh, what, you know, one thing I did want to talk about. Did you see the? Uh, I know we've talked about on the show before the Cody Johnson Reba duet with Dear Rodeo. Did you see yeah. the music video? I saw
1: like the the teaser, like the like ten or fifteen second teaser, but I have not seen
0: the whole video. Well, that just goes to show you that you ignore my uh, Facebook notifications because I tagged you in it in a comment earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, but it, it was. Pretty I'm gonna good. watch it as
1: soon as we get up here.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it was cool. I really liked it. You have to check it out. It's got like a bunch of. Uh, Rodeo footage and things like that, and they, they did a really good job with it. And he, uh,
1: Cody, released his studio version of whoever's in New England this week too. He so did. It's, a,
0: it's like his <laughs> his homage to Reba this week. Yeah, it's crazy how they've been connecting over the last like month or two, or however long it's been going on, and yeah, uh, cool doing the, doing these songs. It's really cool. Absolutely, man. Any anytime you can see you know a legend like Reba do collabs with like a newer quote-unquote newer artists in Nashville, uh, like Cody Johnson. It's awesome. Even yep, though we know agree, Cody's man. been huge in the Texas scene for a long time, but um, just recently has been become popular with the Nashville crowd. Yep, I agree. But, yeah, before we wrap this up, we do want to let you guys know, if you've listened this far, we appreciate it so much. Make sure you guys go check us out on social media. Search Facebook for Bro Country Podcast. Join our group, like our page. You'll be able to stay up to date with our content that we have coming Uh, in the future for you guys. But uh, next week, we've got a special guest coming on. I know we talked about this on our social media. Uh, His name is Brandon Davis. He's an up-and-coming independent country artist, Um, and we are super excited to have him on the show. So you guys definitely need to stay tuned for that. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, and if you guys haven't uh, heard, he he dropped his debut single, uh, God Made Angels. So go stream that, go buy it. And uh, tune in next week because we're going to have an awesome interview, and uh, I think we're going to have a good time with that one. I can't wait, man. Any final words, my friend? I think we're good. All right, well, thank you guys again so much for tuning in. We truly appreciate that. And until next time, keep it country and take care of each other.